0: Hey there, humanoids. This is David Shoemaker. The pro wrestling world is currently on fire. And so we've got you covered five days a week on The Ringer Wrestling Show. Every Monday and Thursday, hang out with me and Kaz on The Masked Man Show.
1: And this is Peter Rosenberg, the host of Cheap Heat. Join me and my guys, stat guy Greg and Dipperstein, on Tuesdays and Fridays. We talk wrestling, we have bagel breakdowns, mage interviews,
0: and so much more. And Ben Cruz here. Come kick it with me, Cal, and Brian on Wednesday Worldwide, where we hit the most interesting headlines and even react to some of mass man's, cheap heats, or even your hottest takes. Don't tap out. Tap in to the Ringer Wrestling Show feed, now on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And stay
1: mage, everyone. Worldwide.
0: This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. What if I told you you could get a big snack almost anywhere for less than five bucks? Let's talk 7-Eleven's $3 big meal deal with seven rewards. Big meal deal is a big bite hot dog and a large, big gulp drink. And you won't find a better snack deal anywhere else. Here's what I put on my hot dog. Mustard. And that's it. That's it. I love a hot dog with mustard. Maybe if the chili, if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling crazy, maybe a little chili, maybe a little nacho cheese, but I'm a hot dog and mustard guy. But if that sounds like your kind of bite, visit 7-Eleven, valid through 1725. 7 11 has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax applicable on large, big gulp only, Participating in US stores only. See app for full terms, all rights reserved. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too.
2: Welcome back to another episode of Off Guard. I am Austin Rivers. It's Pasha Hugigi, my co-host. What's up, my guy? Back for another week. Um, headed into All Star Break. Doesn't feel like a very hyped up All Star Break. What?
1: Well, so the trade deadline was it done? All Star All Star yeah, Breaks a yeah, it done? What's it's, going on?
2: You know. You know. And actually, ironically, thank God for the in season tournament. You know. what I mean, that that's like probably one of the most.
1: That's a good point. Do you think people, since they had that in-season tournament, they had a little something, so they're, they're not starving for, you, know, you something, know, something exciting to happen like they are? I, I mean, Yeah. Like, I, I'm listen, a- I'm sure once the All-Star you know, festivities happen, celebrity game and all these things, dunk contest, people will get into it for sure.
2: There'll be something, you know, but it's just – well, first off, location. Let's just talk about it. Um, it's in Indianapolis, which, you know, from an aspect of, like, people wanting to go there, it's tough. You know what I mean? That's not the place you really want to be in the winter. So,
1: and I'm sure Indianapolis has a lot of great things to offer. Oh, we're no, just no. saying it's, you know, they're not doing the Super Bowl there, right, Austin? Like the Super Bowl has figured it out, right? That's that, that was kind of your big thing that you were talking to me about earlier. The Super Bowl has their cities and they figured it out, and it's always a good time.
2: And that's the thing, you know, it has to be bigger than, than, you know, a, a team deserving of Having you know every team gets his chance, like, bro, that's just it is what it is. You know, if we're talking from a business standpoint, it should be in like eight places, man. Name
1: those eight, <laughs> name, name the eight.
2: So, you I mean it should be in like 10? Name those 10.
1: Yeah, I want to hear, I want to hear. Okay. Uh,
2: listen, it should be in Miami, Los Angeles, New York, um, Atlanta, Houston dallas phoenix um and for the eighth i'll give i'll give a chicago okay i'll put a chicago in there that's where the fuck it should be and those three <laughs> in those goddamn eight places and maybe you could maybe add a toronto in there because you know toronto's kind of a less city but it's brutal in the winter too So, it's just like, I gave New York a pass and I'll give Chicago a pass, even though both those places are cold. New York's different. New York's just like New York. Who gives a shit if it's cold, rainy, whatever. It's New York. Yeah. Um, All-star break in New York would be sick. It has been. It's, It's amazing. That is... That is what it should be. Yeah. So, I mean, listen. I'm all for us letting every city have it. But, like, it's a reason why Super Bowl is in Vegas or it's like Scottsdale, it's like Florida somewhere, and it's always just such a good time, good weather. You know what I mean? Yeah. All Star Break should be the same way. It'd be even bigger. It'd be—I mean, not bigger than Super Bowl, but shit, we have the biggest All Star Break in sports. Nobody gives a damn about the Pro Bowl.
1: Yeah, I feel like the Pro Bowl was such a big deal when I was growing up. I used to be excited about it. Nobody—it's just completely about the Pro different Bowl. now, right?
2: Like, nobody cares. People care about who makes it. Yeah. But the actual game, it's in events itself. It's like garbage.
1: Baseball home run derby. That's a good. That's
2: good stuff. Huh? Baseball. Baseball ones. There's nothing good except the the derby. That's all you want to see is these guys just get out there and whack that right. <laughs> that, that, that's all they want to see, man. I, I don't want to see all this extra stuff, man. Get get your best hitters, light them up. Let's see which ones can 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 knock it out the park. I mean, I grew up watching Juiced up McGuire go against <laughs> Juiced up Sosa, Barry Bonds, and fucking Chipper Jones, We're just cracking these things out the park, bro. What a time. Ken Griffey Jr. Just back there with the hat backwards. Like, bro, that's when like fucking, you know. Bro. That's the time. Yeah. You know, talk about.
1: Do you think the all-star game also, you know, we went from the Super Bowl. And that was all, you know, so much crazy stuff going on. We talked about that. You had Valentine's Day yesterday. There's just been a lot happening maybe. to You know, there's just been a lot this week. Maybe people are at their, you know, they've reached their limit. Their social battery is pretty low.
2: So it's a it's a rough weekend. To have All Star Weekend, man. It's like people are fresh off the Super Bowl, Valentine's this weekend. You're
1: not a big believer in Valentine's Day. You told me that before.
2: No, I don't. I think you just do the you know flowers. Uh, you know, you could take a girl to dinner, but it's like where well, you go to dinner every week. Yeah. So what are we doing here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's so silly. I mean, I, I don't believe in any of those things that like represent a day. Like it's like I I've never been that type of guy. I don't, but I'm not against it. I'm not, it's not like you know I, I get the gifts. I do the whole thing. I do everything. Right. But I'm not like a big believer. Like Valentine's Day, you got go to go to the moon. Like
1: yeah, and we don't have to get into it. But once you if you do you know if you do something really grand, then you, have to, you set the, you set the bar way too high. Then every year you got to top I, it. People are. I mean,
2: I'm more from just the aspect of like I want to do great stuff all the time. Yeah. So like I don't, I don't need to. One day is not going to be a, the, the, Tuesday's Valentine's Day. Yeah. Wednesday that's how i i operate i want to take her out to dinner and do stuff so i get flowers every every other week
1: and they're her. probably at a normal price but wednesday they've tried to get flowers they were taxing they were taxing
2: yeah 250 for some damn roses. <laughs> really. what we got going on here <laughs> yeah. they know we're desperate the
1: floors they make uh like 80 percent of their money all year on this I, on, on this, this one guy, week. <laughs>
2: like, yeah it is what it is yeah.
1: no but okay so as far let's, back to the all-star game what are you looking forward to the most? Let's, let's, let's try to spin this through a positive here.
2: I think the most exciting thing of the All-Star break this year is the Sabrina Steph thing. I hope he crushes her.
1: <laughs> I mean, she's using a men's ball. She's shooting from the men's line.
2: Which, well, it wouldn't make sense for her to shoot with a men's ball, but I think she has agreed to shoot um, from the men's line. Otherwise, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. She's shooting at mid-range. You know what I mean? The, the WNBA 3 is like a full step in um, but like Sabrina can shoot that far so I don't think it's an issue right like Sabrina and Caitlin Clark can launch that sucker bro Kaitlyn like, Clark's just like but I'm saying like the, an NBA 3 is not an issue yeah it will be when you're grabbing things off the rack and you gotta hoist these shits up in a minute it's gonna be yeah. a little different that big the foot back's different man I don't give a fuck what nobody says so she's shooting from the NBA 3 I'll, I'll be really impressed if it's competitive yeah even if it's competitive, you know at worst he's 18, 19. That's bad shooting. That's a bad round for him. That's a great round for anybody else. That gets you to the second round. A bad round for Steph is 18, 19 because he's usually around that 23, 24. He's cooking. You know what I mean?
1: Right.
2: If she's shooting from NBA 3 and getting 18, 19, 20, you know, tap and, and you know she is because women, if we're talking about jump shooters, that's what they do. They, they're all set shooting. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not doing a three-point contest off the dribble where they have to do a crossover into it, it'd be nasty. Yeah. It'd be nasty work. You know what I mean? But a set shot, bro, it's hard to beat girls could shoot, man.
1: They can, yeah. You always notice that even the McDonald's game, they'll have the, you know, the, the women and the men the, shoot yeah, the the women w- or the, the women, women just automatic. Wait, yeah.
2: that, that's what they do. Yeah. They're not,
1: they're not as fluid off
2: the dribble. You yeah. have like some girls who can you know, do that capability, but like there's stuff Steph and like all this, even any, every man does off the dribble. Like it's just different. That's why this Caitlin Clark girl is so unique. It's like it's the first time. I am seen excited
1: it. for where the women's game is going. you got the girl from USC, too, Juju Watkins. Like, Juju. Like, we're seeing that. She's a like, freshman. Oh, they, just... She hoops like,
2: whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't want to say it. You, you look, a little, you look like a little fluid out there. Right? She Start looking <laughs> yeah. a little crispy. You know what I mean? A little Diana Taurasi type vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you started to get that. You know, Diana had that. Maya Moore. You see that here and there. Now you're starting to see it all over the place the girls game is really evolving it's beautiful to watch
1: yeah, yeah. you feel like a lot of you know arguments about if the men's game is evolving some people are saying it's getting worse but we all, obviously the talent's getting better right the ability with women i think it's, it's getting they're getting better at a, it seems like a really rapid rate you know they're, they're just like if you it looks like a like caitlin clark something i've just never seen before yeah
2: she's really doing her stuff man yeah um you know it's been great for 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 women's basketball college basketball um Timely too, you know, NIA of the O's now she's, you know, she's hitting the right windows. Um, Listen, you know, it'll be the best event of the All-Star break. Um, I'm not really into the dunk contest. I'm just not. Um, But uh, I'll watch it. I'd be lying if I said I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. So, you know, I love Mac McClung. Uh, He's a great dude. He works his ass off. Um, He's fought tooth and nail to try to be in that NBA picture. You know, he's pretty much been in the G League. Still is in the G League. And he puts up numbers. He's down there cooking. You know what I mean? Like, you got to give the guy credit. Um, Won the dunk contest last year. It is weird to let G League guys do that. But we don't have anybody that wants to do it. Yeah. I can't be mad at Mac. If the NBA offered Mac, Mac's supposed to say, no, 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 this isn't right. I can't do this. No, oh, it's great for him. No, it's a great opportunity, bro. He's supposed to be like, hell yeah. He's doing exactly what he's supposed to. Obi Toppin's about the same thing. It's not their fault. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. And by the way, Mac won it last year. So, you know, tip my hat off to him. All respect to Mac McClung. So, it's in the respect thing. This is more so from the aspect of like, I just missed. We talked about it last pod, man. You know, we talked about the greatest dunk contest. We talked about the Vince Carter dunk contest, man. It was dun- you know, Vince Carter and Steve Francis, Baron Davis, Trace McGrady. That was a lineup. Those guys were fucking hoopers, though, bro. Not to say that Mac and those guys weren't, but I'm talking about like, it'd be dope if Anthony Edwards, Jalen Brown, um,
1: you know John ja Morant, John ja Morant, available.
2: and like shit. Hopefully, you know I can't say Zion, but yeah, maybe I wish one day you know if he like lost you know a little bit of weight, a little bit you know more bouncy.
1: I'm sure he could still pull off some some good dunks. The dunk he could contest. pull off
2: some dunks. I'm just saying. Yeah, I I, I have first off, this is a thing I do. We do with Zion. It's like I'll say the lose weight thing, and people think I'm saying that he's not a good player. Yeah. That's a different conversation. I'm not saying that he's absolutely dominant on the basketball court. He's one of the best players in the NBA. He's an all star. For a reason. He dominates basketball. I love him as a player. So that's that. Now, with that being said, if we're talking about his body type, I just personally believe if Zion lost like 20 to 25 pounds, yes, that much, I think if he was a leaner, he'd still bully anybody. Actually, you could turn it into even some of it muscle. But if he shed 25 pounds, his joints, his knees, the way he'd pop off that damn floor would yeah. be even more explosive. It'd be like what we saw. Right. you know what i'm talking about when i see him dunk now it is explosive it ain't what I fuck you know what i'm talking about of that course. shit in high school and shit at duke and even like early on before he got a little heavy bro like the way this guy dunked was a was stupid bro there was a just a power and explosion off the floor you still see it now it's just heavier man he yeah. is like if it was 25 pounds i think he'd be even better bro i think he'd be mvp conversation type shit
1: right you know he's really there are a lot of guys in the nba that are really strong and you know but they don't use their body the way he can. He, he that's a gift that he has, the way he can use his strength and the body control and stuff like that. People don't really understand. I saw it in person, and he was just moving people when he played the magic. He was moving people in the court. It was a preseason game, and he was, he was electric. Um, so no, yeah, obviously you just want what's best for. The so guy. yeah,
2: I I would like him in it maybe one day, but like yeah, John Morant, Anthony Edwards, um, you know. Jalen Brown. I mean, who's another guy we have? It,
1: uh, Obviously, Zach Levine's done it. Done it enough. Know, like what? What really like good players? Um, you know, Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp should be
2: in it. He, he, I mean, just for how bouncy he is, and you know, he's a pretty damn good player, bro. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Well, why aren't these guys in it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. Uh the standard is not high with the dunk contest anymore.
1: Yeah. In terms of like did this. It? Huh? What if Victor did and did some crazy stuff with his length and did something for us? That'd be dope. Yeah.
2: You know, his dunks would look ridiculous, but it'd be <laughs> cool that he's in it. Everything he does yeah. is ridiculous. It does. It Every just, night. His it's dunks ridiculous. look just, they don't even look, they don't look natural <laughs> at all. He's such a freak, but no, um, yeah, it'd be cool, man. I don't know. Whatever. I'm still going to watch it. Um, I think Max going to win again he's so creative with his dunks yeah he really is and you know you talk about body control and just practice he works on that stuff for real you know i i would put my money on mac to to repeat which would be insane to be able to say just walk around and be like, yeah i won the dunk contest nba dunk contest this twice That'd yeah cool bro you know for so sure. props props to mac for already winning it once
1: what's your favorite memory all-star game memory or all-star weekend memory ever
2: Favorite all star memory is when Jordan came back with the Wizards and it was an all star game and hit the baseline three our baseline uh fadeaway to go into overtime. He hit it over Sean Marion, right? Just yeah. everybody wanted that was it. a legendary. He one missed for the sure. one in the regulation, and they gave it to him again, and he hit that motherfucker, bro. All he needed was two tries, right? You know what I mean. It was vintage. And, you know, Sean played good defense, too. He tried to, I mean, that's just right over 6'8", 6'9", all-league defender Sean Marion guard him. He's doing it. He's 40 years old, man. Guy averaged 26 when he was 40 after being retired. This guy was just in his box suite. It was like, <laughs> you know, what, I'm going to go play. I'm going to retire. And averaged 26 at age 40.
1: For Menace. sure. Menace. Pinning, pinning Ron Mercer off the backboard with two hands. Just taking the
2: ball. <laughs> at 40 years old. Yeah. At forty, bro, we talking about the shit with LeBron, bro. we're like, "Yo, what if what if Michael just played the whole time? What his numbers would be? Yeah, played thirteen seasons and was put those scoring numbers up for sure. You know, if he if he if he played as long as LeBron, man, I'm just where his numbers would be fucking st- for would, sure. But the benefit to that he'd he'd be that he everything. got is we
1: never got we never saw him decline. You know, that's the good if you retire early. Not saying Barry Sanders early, but when you retire but, with still some left in the tank, you never see the guy decline. retiring
2: retiring after him being second in MVP voting. And hitting the game winning shot to win the nba finals it was a little nutty
1: yeah. a little too soon okay so let me let me ask you that. does
2: it does it you, doesn't you, hurt you, you, you retire after you win the championship what the kind of shit is that you okay. let him in scoring hit the game winning shot was second in MVP, vote retired bro he was the second and people knew he got it stolen from he should have won again yeah he was the best in the nba still and he retired it's different for sure he could have played five more but doesn't years doesn't it hurt
1: doesn't it hurt the legacy of I'm going to use Paul Pierce as an example. If he retired to Celtic and didn't play those last few years when he was on the Wizards and then the Nets and all that stuff, does that hurt your legacy? Is that how you remember them, or do you remember the good old days when they were in their prime?
2: Unfortunately, I don't. That's a good question because Chris Paul I, now
1: is kind of in danger of that too, and he might be. A, he might get traded. I, I mean, he almost got traded. And you're seeing him on the Suns but I don't and think the Chris Thunder. I don't
2: think Chris will hang on as long.
1: Yeah, but now that you're seeing a bunch of different jerseys near the
2: end, it gets a little weird. You do lose the like the the, the nostalgia of like. The greatness that the guy had once had. You know what I mean? It'd be like if D Wade started bouncing around from team to team. Like you forget, like, bro, like, you know? Yeah, it it's gets, great
1: that D Wade went back to the Heat actually after the yeah, Cavs. He, went and back. The Bulls. He's, he did it right. He yeah. did it right.
2: You know, Kyle Lowry's talked about going back to Toronto for like one day or something like that. Teams do that. Would
1: you like Kyle Lowry going to the Sixers? We didn't talk about that last pod. Uh,
2: I think he helps them. I don't think they have a, a, a shot in hell. To win without Jones being there, man. <laughs> Of course. So I don't really give a... you know, long term, yeah, he can help them. Yeah. I like that you know, you lose Pat, but you gang some 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 youth, you get um Cameron Payne, and then, you know, you get a little bit of experience now. Back with that when you sign a guy like Kyle Lars, you have a little bit of everything there at the backup guard spot behind Maxi. I like it. They added Buddy Hill that is shooting.
1: Oh my Buddy Hill recently, he's like a playmaker. He's out. He's getting double digits. He's, he's, he's out there getting a little shaky, baky <laughs> He had. He had, He Not had. Not just a, a shooter anymore. He
2: had a couple. Uh, he did like a step back between like step back the day, I was like Buddy, I am Buddy, you, <laughs> I am Buddy. I have never seen you. I almost said the Incredibles go home, Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's he's out there cooking, bro. Um. So I do like where the team is. You know, I think you don't rush Joel back. You get healthy. Let Maxi like, try to go will this team in the playoffs. Just give me more experience. Go out there, cook, get better, become even more of a star. Joel comes back healthy next year. Now you got like an upgraded Maxi at his fullest point. He's going to get that big deal this summer. He's coming in ready to go. Star you know, level, expectations. He's coming in ready, man. It's going to be a big summer for Maxi.
1: And we talked about their cap space and all the other. And then other you have cap
2: space to go grab some people now. And you have healthy Joel, who you didn't rush back, who you probably could have rushed back before the playoffs, but instead you fucking rehabbed and got all fucking the way back. 100 comes into the season right. You got Buddy healed. You got all these extra players that you've added and the guys that you've signed with that cap space. Now we're talking about a we're talking about a contending team here now, yeah. and you know they have everything kind of sitting there. Bring Ubre back, little you know some of the pieces that are working right now, little Ball Reed, this guy, this guy, you know, the guys who, like, are really fitting in and and, and molding well, those are the guys you bring back.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, Ma. Um, yeah, and listen, you know, next year, the Bucs, Damian Lillard's a year older. We don't know what's going to happen with the Celtics this year. If they didn't work this year, who knows what's going to happen with Jalen Brown or if they change things up, if the Celtics have, you know, an early flame out in the playoffs. So the Sixers could be a really good team next year. I mean, yeah, you're right. I like the idea of letting him rest just because with the guys that big, you don't know what's gonna happen. You rush back. Yeah, yeah,
2: but let's let's and he has an injury history. So let's just not even like we don't need to do that. Okay. Yeah. Uh by the way, even if we rush him back, do we have everything right now to make that run? No, like let's just hold it for next year. Boston, someone's gonna go get it, they go get it.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm not saying waste the year. Go, go try to win with the guys you have. Go compete. Let Maxi do all these things. They're not gonna win, but go compete. let Joel come back, be fully ready to go. Big summer, and then you go into next season with a lot of confidence, a lot of expectation. Yeah. Um, and you got a good team.
1: And if he plays in the Olympics and is the starting center for Team USA in Paris, and they win a gold medal, and he just comes back, there's I think there's some stats that back this up. After guys play for your Team USA, they could, and it's a successful thing, which this one will be. We're gonna have our our main team out no, there. Our A team. Uh, guys afterwards usually play really well, and I think. You know if he brings that kind of confidence and that into it, he's in shape coming into the season. Yeah, the Sixers could be really good next year. i like to say I'm buying Sixers stock for next season. You you've sold me on that for sure.
2: They they're they're gonna be dangerous. They're gonna be a contending team next year. I yep. think you just got to play every card right right now and just you know going to the summer cautious with Joel in terms of his returning too soon, not rushing it, not forcing it. Um and then this summer is big for them, you know, acquiring some pieces with that space that they have that money available. Right. Um, so, you know, we're really going to see the Daryl Morey effect this summer. We'll see what he what he's going to do. Um, that'll be interesting.
1: Another big addition that uh, took place since our last pod was Spencer Dinwiddie to the Lakers. How do you think he fits? Do you like it? And are, are it's, got, it's, I, I think I, you're a Dinwiddie fan. I,
2: well, I've always liked Dinwiddie's yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's a hooper. So I, I admire that about Spence. And I also respect the fact that he uh he takes and makes big shots he's not a, he's, he's never afraid of a big shot I've seen him hit a lot of them um so I just have a definitely a high you know uh respect for that in terms of him with the Lakers I think he can only help um Gabe Vincent has been what we don't know they don't know what they're doing with that the surgery's been delayed 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 then he gets surgery they didn't know it was that serious in the beginning. Right. He hasn't played. When he did play, he did not play very well at all. I think Gavinson will help him long-term, by the way. So I'm not against Gavinson. I think he's a hell of a player. Yeah. Um, but so far this year, it, it's definitely not how he saw year one going with the Lakers. Yeah. Let's just say that. Um, so with that uncertainty, um, and what they've seen is they love D'Lo. They didn't trade him. They didn't like what was out there. So at least they kept him for that. They're going to roll with D'Lo. What we do know about D'Lo so far, or what, they have claimed, or what people claim, <laughs> look at me, um, is that he can be inconsistent, right? That's d insurance. That's what that is.
1: Yeah. I, so you're basically saying there's going to be a point, maybe in the playoffs, there's a close game, and Spencer Dinwiddie's finishing the game instead of d
2: If he's playing better, yeah. It's yeah. the same thing they had last year, but he had a different type of player. They had Schroeder. Right. Schroeder was huge last year for that run. He, he was a different than D'Lo. Pick up full court, energy guy, kind of a different type of point guard to D'Lo. But when D'Lo was not playing his best, who finished games for them? Yeah. Schroeder. When D- D'Lo's playing like he is right now the past month or two, the way D'Lo's been playing, he balls like that, D'Lo's going to finish all the games. Right. If D'Lo's having an off game or if he's not playing his best, they don't have Gabe Vincent right now. They're not putting stock into that right now. So Or at all. <laughs> he was one of the guys I think they tried to move – I heard at the deadline. Yeah. But obviously with his injury, they don't know, people don't know what's going on with it. So they wouldn't got Spencer Dinwiddie. And I
1: feel and like And I think he
2: used to be Polinkus. What was Polink used to be his agent or no?
1: I'm not sure. I don't know. But did I listen, we've seen him, like you said, a lot of game winners under his belt. Uh played really well when the Dallas Mavericks played the Suns a couple of years In ago. Run, game seven yes. was hitting those yes, big threes. Yes. The guy has that, you know. They call it the clutch gene. He, no, he said I've s- seen him take
2: and make huge shots of the Brooklyn right. Nets that era. That era, he was at like closing games. So yeah. yeah, you can bring a guy like that, who's capable of hitting a shot when Braun kicks it to you, or when Ad kicks it out to you, or when you have it, you have another guy. And Delo's one of those guys too. By the way, D'Lo takes and makes a big shots. Yeah. So now you just have two guys. They, and they both, you know, you throw them out there. Whoever's playing well, that's what they're going to finish the game with. Yeah, Most of the time, it'll probably be D'Lo, He's a starter. He's been here. He's been cooking. They don't want to ruin that. They're playing better. But, like, listen, you know how that goes? It's always, you know, what can you do for me now? Or what can you do? What have you done for me lately, league? You know, he has a couple bad games in a row. You already know how the Lakers do. Oh, I can do one in, You know, yeah, even yeah. though he's been playing great for two months. delo has been playing 20 games in a row good. If he has two bad games, he'll be like here we go. I told you he's inconsistent, but That's man. part of playing for the Lakers. That's, we that's, always that's talk what about it is. It. He's, he's
1: inconsistent. What can I tell you? Yeah, like, if you're good for the Lakers, you become a celebrity. And if you're bad for the Lakers, you become a, a target. And but
2: they do it with d more than anybody. And you know I'm right. It's like the biggest thing. It's always d bro. They're on his head top.
1: I mean, he's the one that had like that double overtime game. Those
2: three straight turnovers, and then the biggest shot of the game. That face he made, I oh, <laughs> burned in my memory, bro. That little devilish smile that he had before, after making those three turnovers to shoot that shot. That little devilish
1: smile. Was, I have that image like right here.
2: Um, that's nutty. Listen,
1: every pod we talk about the Lakers and the Warriors. I didn't want to talk about on this pod, but they were the biggest, you know, talk of every you know sports show. So we have to talk about both of them. They almost made a deal, it sounds like, or the Warriors wanted to. wanted to acquire LeBron. What were your original thoughts when you heard of that? And do you think LeBron made a mistake wanting to stay with the Lakers? I hated that. I don't want to see it. You just to want to see LeBron
2: wear another jersey? No. I don't want to see him wear a jersey with Steph. That's No, bro. I think no. in the
1: minority, I'm not wanting to see Steph and LeBron play together, though. Be no,
2: I don't TV. want to see that. Bro, I say these things and people. Like, the world gets mad. Like, bro, why, how are y'all mad at this? I don't want to see... I did not want to see Magic and Bird on the same team either. Yeah. It's a different time,
1: though. Those guys playing for one team, it's just different. It doesn't matter. Last it doesn't matter. Too.
2: Okay, so play on different teams still against each other. I don't want to see it. Okay. That's what people got mad at KD in the first place. Not to bring him into this, but that's what people... Now my, I'm not saying me, although I didn't like the movie either, but no one liked that he went there. Because he's not just some all-star. He's the. He was one of the guys. He was like a top three player, man. Listen, with the exception of these past five, six years, because obviously these guys are older now, man. So this is like the era of the Joel Embiid, Giannis, and Jokic. Th- these are like the new th- those are the best players now in the NBA. Before that era, it was KD, LeBron, and Steph, man. Okay? Yeah. So when KD went to join with Steph, people just didn't like that, especially when he left a guy like Russ, who was also like a top ten player at the time. For sure. So et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever, whatever. I don't want to see LeBron play no. No, and it's different
1: points in their career, though. Than the it doesn't KD matter. I don't want to see it. To I it. would
2: never want to see Bird and... Uh, I never want to see Isaiah Thomas and Jordan. I would never want to see uh, Bird and fucking uh, Magic. I wouldn't want to see Malone and Jordan. I, I, I don't want to see any of that. No. Yeah. I wouldn't well, want to see Duncan and Shaq.
1: No. For the, from the Warriors' perspective, obviously things aren't going their way this season, and... The reason I can understand why they were wanting to make the move is because there's nothing on the trade market this year. We talked about it. This trade deadline, there was nothing really out there. No, this so they been... were trying to make something out of nothing because there was nothing out there that was going to make them no, there's a no, contender. There's...
2: I know that, but <sighs> I'm happy he stayed with the Lakers. And I'm happy he's doubling down with AD. And Does he have we'll... a
1: better chance with AD than he does with Steph and the Warriors right now? What were they going to give up? I can't answer that question. A Chris Paul contract some Ooh, assets
2: some assets <laughs> a moody a uh, book for lebron James, well what was the assets gonna be it's gonna be it was just gonna be Steph and lebron left <laughs> people play two on five You know
1: draymond's gonna be there's lebron's best friend
2: how about draymond last night how about it he was just well first the nurkid stuff and then hate him or love him he is so entertaining What was he doing after... What was his little movements? What was he saying? It's like WWF. Like, he's a good
1: character out there.
2: He's like spazzing. He's like morphs into this whole different... (laughs) He's entertaining, nonetheless. I can understand competing against them. and They're better with... Clearly. And as long as that happens, you're going to look the other way on some of this stuff. Listen, last night, it was a good example. Again, similar to the Phoenix game, he's hovering that line. And he didn't cross it. Could he have maybe done a little much? Is he starting stuff, talking, a little physical, a little, you know, this, this, and that? That's Draymond, bro. Did he cross the line last night? He didn't. That Nurkic game, where, like, Nurkic said those comments about him? Yeah. Draymond didn't cross the line that he so said, I
1: take everything back. The guy's never going to learn his lesson. But... That's just
2: because Draymond was talking crazy to him. Yeah. Like, Brother, Draymond don't like you, bro. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: Yeah. but So Draymond obviously apologized to him when everything went down. Do you – I think Nurkic, all he's saying is – that apology is just fake. He's still the same guy. No, he's. I mean, he didn't hit nobody that game. Yeah. So let me ask you a deeper question: Can people change? Because, because Draymond, depending on what
2: the actions are. Yeah. I mean, if I saw someone murder someone fifteen times, like, do you think he could change? Them? I'm gonna say no. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, what are we talking about here? Like, can people change? Yes, depending on something. What? Something behavioral. Behavioral as Draymond's antics are. No, he's he is who he is. He's been that his entire NBA career,
1: and he probably isn't the player he is without some of it that. Yes. yeah playing with that edge that so park. do I think
2: Draymond won't cross the line ever again absolutely not he will again yes. <laughs> you can almost count on it 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. that's like saying like will Rodman never not have an antic again in a game like it just it's, it's just who the brother is bro yeah and he's got to figure out how not to cross it so far or if he does like it's nothing that's could harm anybody yeah he's really just got to cut the dirty shit out the other stuff where he can get too emotional the rah-rah that that's part of him. You got to take the good and the bad. As long as you're not physically harming anybody, yeah. it, that's gonna something they live and breathe and die with. But uh, no, he's not just gonna morph into this calm human being. He's been wild. the last two games, he has been nuts. He was n- <laughs> he was nuts last night, and he was nuts versus Phoenix Suns. What I'm saying is, he still didn't cross the line. Yeah, Nargis just didn't like that. He's still nuts, brother. He's always going. What he gonna be nice for you and change for you? Like, that's why you went into the game with, like, some type of, what do you think is going to shake your hand? Like, hey, man, let's have a fun game. What did you think was going to happen? Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what, like, confused me about his comments. He'll never change. He doesn't deserve a second chance. Like, bro, come on, man. This is coming from a guy who's been cheap shot. I've been cheap shot too by Draymond, bro. This guy almost broke my ribs on a flying knee on a closeout. It was nuts. He had no business doing that to me.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh when you tell me that. Oh, not it. Is. I, I mean, just pictured him flying. It was the Liu Kang. Flying. Bro, I couldn't breathe for like 20 seconds. Yeah. This guy's like 6'9, like like
2: 270 pounds, throws his knee in my ribs. I couldn't breathe. I was sitting there like, what just happened? And the video's
1: nuts. To this day, you complain about a little chest issue sometimes. Maybe
2: that's <laughs> a little lingering something. This guy's just out here doing all type of shit. But again, like, that's why, I like, going into a game with him, even now, him talking trash you were going at you first off you did the little small thing yeah. so you brought the energy back and then after that once you turn Draymond on the rah-rah is gonna, it's going to get louder and louder and he has no line with the rah-rah there's right. no line there he's saying whatever Draymond says say something to hurt your feelings personal. don't give a fuck
1: until their last night's loss to the Clippers they were the hottest team in the NBA and they've been playing a lot better um, I club, wouldn't want to play club them in the playoffs. Yeah.
2: And, uh, so the Clippers been though. Yeah. So, man, listen, basketball's good right now. Our top teams are starting to get into that. How about the Timberwolves being the Clippers the other day? Is that just a bad matchup for the Clippers? I, I don't know, but we played the Clippers last year and had their number two when I was there. Yeah. I say we, when I was there. We handled the Clippers pretty good. Our length bothers their guys a lot. I think it is a bad matchup for them, truthfully. Yeah. I do. Um, it's funny. Do you know who... Minnesota struggles with. A lot of the times where the games are always very close, they struggle with OKC. Why is that? I don't know. I think, you know, I don't know what it is about that team. They just.
1: Well, Anthony Edwards has already commented on how hard it is to guard Shea and the refs don't help him out. And... They,
2: they, bro, it's like they give him problems every time. And last year we played them, we fucking struggled versus them. We won one game. Um, We won one game I had 22 at 22. I think, game winner. Or the game uh, closing shot. Just throw that out there. Um, That's out there. But uh, we lost the other ones. They used to give us some work. Shea was fucking killing us.
1: Yeah. Shea actually ruined the Orlando Magic's only national televised game this year. in their first national televised home game in a decade. He was hooping. And then after he had a tough baseline shot, I don't know if you saw, he told the Magic crowd to go home.
2: Love it. I hated it. It's embarrassing, man. I was like, that that was our moment. Your moment. Your moment's going to come in a, in a couple of months when they get that playoffs. What play, a time. Hope,
1: I mean, it might just be the play-in. I don't be negative. I sound a little negative. I hope the team is in the playoffs. It's time. You know? Yeah.
2: Paul's in his second year. Um, Wagner's in his third. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys are supposed to be the this, this, and that. When Dale's been in the league, like, go make a run. When I say run, like, just go make a run to get in the playoffs. Go get in there. Go compete. Have some fun. Get some experience. I'm not saying you guys have to go to the conference finals for second round. Just go go, go to the fucking playoffs. Yeah. That way, next year, you know, you, you're not still looking for the playoff experience still. This whole year has been about that, getting there. Yeah. You know, because remember, they started out really hot. Magic were, like, at the top of the East. What we point. talked
1: about, they surprised teams with how hard they play in their defense.
2: That's the, I told you this months ago. I said, when they were the second seed in the East, or I think they were the first seed at one point, and you were like, da 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 And I said, yo, the biggest thing about them right now is they're catching teams by surprise early because they play hard as shit. And they play guys like Suggs and Cole Anthony and these, like guys, these dudes running around. They play hard as hell, bro. So they're getting teams. What I'm telling you is, and I told you, when it gets past that all-star point and every team starts playing desperate because they're trying to get in these playoffs, it's it's gonna that's when the magic gonna have to really buckle down here these these this these next 30 something games whatever they got left is everything for this magic team you know paulo's really gonna have to be that all-star you know what i mean and franz is gonna have to go play that max level contract that he's gonna get this summer like you gotta have these guys perform it's gonna change bro you can't out just work teams no more in the playoffs everybody plays hard
1: yeah and the, the East top of the East is going to be really good. So you're going to match up with the Boston, Milwaukee, uh, the Star- Milwaukee, Ma-
2: Milwaukee's starting to kind of click a little bit more, and, and a and full strength New York Knicks team. We Knicks, don't know what that's going like. to be full strength. Yeah. Fucking, you know, God, imagine fucking Embiid next year. The East is going to be nuts. But uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be difficult out there. Miami's trying to. Figure, I don't know what they got, Lee. What the hell is that? They just they, I don't even know what's going on with him. No <laughs> one knows, and they they just. Float the I don't even know what's going on over there. I don't know who's scoring. I don't know who's averaging what. I don't even know who's playing, who's hurt. I don't know any no one knows anything about them. Even though like I know they're on TV every like I don't even know how to explain it. They just went into
1: Milwaukee and had a big win.
2: I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like they have like I can't even explain this team. They just just are right, just right under the cusp. And then right when it's time to pop out, they're like, you know, hi.
1: Yeah. Well, Jimmy Beller already said recently that he doesn't care about the regular season or all star games or anything like that. He just cares yeah, like, about one thing. He they
2: won't get the playoffs. We're going to line them up. We're going to go beat you. And he, that's what they keep doing. Yeah. Can you imagine being like a first seed and then you're like, first round Miami? You're like, fuck me, man. Yeah.
1: Let's just. Well, it's going to get to a point where the Sixers are going to start sliding without Joel. And then yeah. teams are going to want to play them in the first round, right? Cause, that's going to be the And that's... then you're going to see like the Cavs, if they're going to be like, you know what? I would love to play the Sixers and not, you know. Play New York first round. Yeah. Yeah. What's New York? New York's fourth right now. Yeah.
2: You're like, you don't want to be five. Slide back that six, play Philly.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Seriously, bro. Like that. No, that's why, like, matchups, bro, sometimes seeding, man, really works out for teams. And sometimes, like, you'll get a tough first round, man. It's brutal. I remember, like, the Warriors were having, like, an okay year. We <laughs> got Warriors first round with the Denver. I was just like, this is nuts. Yeah. They got, like, fully healthy. That's the year they won. They made that run and one. I was like, this is fucking
1: Yeah, you, you had that big steal, though, in the game. You guys won. Actually, yeah, we, you, guys, you guys lost yeah, in five, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you uh, called out the play. You knew exactly what was going on.
2: Well, I knew he was going to. I knew. Uh, uh, I could tell Wiggins was going to get the ball where, where he was lined up on the court. They, you know what's crazy? They gave all that credit to Jokic. They're like, Jokic knew where the play was. No,
1: no, no. Come on. That's not no, no,
2: they did, bro. I'm telling you. Like, Jokic called it out. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> I, that's why I was guarding him. I was like, this, he's going to get the ball over top. He did call it out but we had already talked about it. He was just reminding me. He was just like, "Remember, he's over top, you know, just doing his job, being a leader." But yeah, we we all That was a good. That was a good uh series, but man, that team was unbelievable that 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 year. I um I always think back at those times about like matchups if it were different, like what could have happened, what should have happened, but you know, it's funny like that. Philly's definitely a team you're gonna to want to play first first round. With, without Joel. Oh, yeah. Without Joel, you know what I mean? That'd be a team that you'd want to play. They'd still make it tough, just like going in there. They'd have a chip I mean, on They their still side. have an all-star. Yeah, an all-star. They'd have a bunch of guys with a chip on their shoulder. Utah yeah. and buddy, buddy
1: Healed. Yeah, buddy, Buddy healed.
2: Yeah. Jesus.
1: Uh, let's take a break. This episode is brought to you
0: by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade, boulder dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's, huzzah, a toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise. But if you're like me and my wife, the the beloved sports gal, And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at vioricom Simmons. Once again, v-u-o-r-i.com Simmons. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment. So it's important Get your oil change, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All
1: right, so we're heading into the all-star break. We're more than halfway done with the season. And if the playoffs started tomorrow, I have written down what the playoff matchups would be. And I kind of want you to fill out Sort of a March Madness bracket here for the NBA. Okay. And we can see where your head's out on who's gonna be the champion. Let's do it. All right, let's start at the East play in. First game, we got Orlando in Miami.
2: Miami wins that. Just based off the experience that they have. Um, you know, I like Miami in that. Talk about playoff Miami, playoff Jimmy, you know, that team is a team that thrives off of turning it on at that and you know, that time of the year. And uh, just experience alone. I'm I'm, I'm going Miami. Though. The other playing
1: game we have Chicago. Uh, we have Atlanta in Chicago.
2: We're in Atlanta. Um Atlanta. Trey Young should have a huge chip on his shoulder just based off of the All Star stuff. I know he ended up getting in because of injuries, but um, I think he has a lot. He feels like he has to prove again. Um, you know they didn't deal Dejounte, so that, you know he's over there still hooping. I think their team's just better overall. Uh, I'd have Atlanta in that.
1: And for the last spot in the playoffs, we have Atlanta at Orlando. I'm going Atlanta. That hurts. I would go with Atlanta, I know. All right, we have the West play-in. The first one would be the Kings at the Dallas Mavericks.
2: Dallas. We're going with Luca and Kai to get that done.
1: All right, and then we have Lakers Warriors, which will be the most watched playing game of all time. They've done this before already. Yeah, LeBron had the big game winning three. Yeah. Um... The Warriors didn't make the playoffs that year because they lost to the Memphis in the next one. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Keep in mind, the loser of this game is out. <laughs> Damn. That's
2: tough, man. Godly. Where's the game at? It would be in LA if it happened tomorrow. I'm going with the Lakers. I'm going with the Lakers.
1: All right, then we have the Lakers at Kings for the last spot in the playoffs. The West is just tough. Look at
2: (laughs) Just due to the Kings' success versus the Lakers this year, Sabonis is... There's something there with him and A D <laughs> Him and I D. I don't know what, what that is. Um it, it's in sack? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Ah man, that's so tough to not, not put LeBron in there, man. It's like impossible. But their teams have just I haven't
1: i I'm going sack. Yeah, go sack. Well, Lakers out, Warriors out. All right, let's get let's get down to the first round of the playoffs. We have Boston and Atlanta. One eight. Boston. I don't need to go into that. All right. Knicks-Sixers. Knicks have home court advantage.
2: Knicks-Sixers? Okay. Um, Knicks. Knicks, you know, obviously with and beat out, Sixers aren't the same. Knicks have only upgraded and gotten better. We're going the Knicks.
1: In the 3-6 matchup, we have the Pacers and Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a three seed. Um, And they've... Listen, <laughs> the Pacers man, have had their number.
2: If I'm going off experience. I just used that when in Sacks' case with the Lakers. I don't like that matchup with them at all. Um. I really don't. Lord have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna still go Milwaukee, and I'm biased.
1: I mean, you're allowed to be. That's. I mean, who doesn't fall out of
2: bracket? That's a little biased. I'm biased. I. I I'm going Milwaukee based off of the home love, but uh, Pacers have given them some issues. So they, they better hope they don't play the first round. They need yeah. to get out of that. Seriously, that that's been. Uh, unfortunate for them that matchup
1: and I have a tough one for you here in the 2-7 matchup I have the Cavs and the Heat
2: I'm going to Heat
1: All right, in the conference semifinals we have Boston and the Knicks Boston with home court advantage Boston we have the Bucks and Heat with the Bucks with home court advantage
2: I'm going Milwaukee I I think Milwaukee and Boston are going to end up in the conference finals I really do
1: Okay. Okay. All right. First round for the Western Conference. I have the Timberwolves and the Kings. Well, oh, T Wolves. Okay. Yeah. The Kings. And in the four-five matchup. I have Denver and Phoenix. A rematch of last year's playoffs. It's gonna be a hell of a series. But Denver wins that.
2: I have Clippers, Pelicans in the three-six. Clippers. Another hell of a series. Really good series. They These match, are all gonna be good they, series. They, they, they match up with that though. Their length of Brent Ingram and Murphy and. Trey Jones, like all those guys, bro, like those dudes, uh, or uh, Herb Jones. I'm sorry, uh, those guys' wingspan, like on Kawhi and Paul and James, like it, it, it does bother them, man. Ingram's out there, Valanciunas, Zion. They're a big team, bro. Um, I will go with the Clippers on that. But that'll be a good series.
1: And in the last one, two, seven, I have OKC and Dallas Mavericks.
2: Um, Shea versus Luca, which would be. OKC and Dallas Mavericks. Honestly, man, I know this sounds crazy. I'm going Dallas.
1: Wow. Yeah,
2: I have Dallas beating them.
1: You just have never really been into the the OKC this year as much as other people. No, I said they're
2: really good. I just, in the playoffs, I don't have them beating a lot of the teams. No, I don't.
1: All right. And now we have the Timberwolves Nuggets. I have Timberwolves. This I'm is, so this so is so the this so is the Austin Rivers Bowl. <laughs> you her one?
2: Everybody's healthy? Yeah. Bro, I want to say Tim Timberwolves. I know that sounds nuts. I really do think they match up with them so well.
1: All right. And the I'm other going, side I'm, of I'm, it? I'm, No, no, it's too late. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go to Tim Wolves. Okay, good. Stick to it, man. If it happens, then you're, you're, it's, your, it's your pick. We have the Clippers and Mavs on the other side. Clippers.
2: Although Luka has dominated the Clippers in his past. It's been some nasty work on his part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have the final four set. We have Boston, Milwaukee, and we have Minnesota and LA Clippers. So, Boston, Milwaukee, who do you have?
2: I think Boston's the best team in the Eastern Conference.
1: How many games do you have that in? Just throw Seven.
2: It it's a seven-game series.
1: And Timberwolves, Clippers.
2: I would go to Clippers. Seven games, six, seven games. I think the Clippers have the chance to go to the finals this year. They're healthy, but the team go to the finals. I think they're better than everybody. I the only reason I talk about this is that I'm I I'm not a fan of Denver's depth. Yeah, I think they're very top heavy, and the, they're so heavy at the top that
1: if one thing goes wrong, the whole one thing, thing comes goes to the wrong, man.
2: It, it gets really, it, it can get tough for them, bro. They're so dependent upon that five. Like if one of those five go down, man, it is a different looking Nuggets team, bro. Yeah, they're very good, but you got to hope la- like life like like, uh, like last year, all those guys got to be healthy, man. Michael Porter had no back issues throughout it for the most part. He played Jamal was back healthy, dominated through the playoffs. Jokic was dominated. A G played well. Caldwell Pope was healthy. Bruce Brown was healthy. No one went down, bro. Yeah, they're very very top heavy in my opinion. I think they have a great starting lineup, the best in basketball. I think they have the best starting lineup in basketball, not with star power because there's other teams that have more star power, but with players that are complementary to each other in terms of their purpose, actually helps the other player next to them. There's not a team pieced better together than that damn Nuggets team, especially around Jokic. Um, all the way to the point guard, Jamal. He's the perfect type of point guard to play with him. Like he, he, He's perfect for him. I love that team. They're just top heavy, and if one thing goes wrong, I don't know. And I'm kind of concerned in terms of a long run in the playoffs, depth wise. You know, they don't they don't have Bruce Brown there. I I like Reggie Jackson, and I like Braun. He's solid, and and, and uh P Watt has gotten uh, uh, Watson. Yeah, he's he's been a surprise for them. So you got to really hope those guys come through. Uh, but after that, you know, that's what it is. It's uh, I mean, really if we're gonna talk about like Hooper Hoopers, I'll give P. Watt and 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 uh, Jackson that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, one thing they also had last year was home court advantage. And this year, the way things are going, obviously, it's it's really close to the top of the Western Conference. You don't know if they're gonna have that home court advantage. Yeah, they so might let's see might what not. a game one in you know Minnesota or the Clippers like. That game one on the road. Let's see what it looks like. You lose that first game.
2: Yeah, my my main concern. Yeah, exactly. That that would that would be huge. But my main concern with them is, is their health um, and just their overall depth issues, you know? And it's just hard to repeat. It is hard to repeat. Um, yeah. you know, I just think they're not I think they're as beatable I think they're a little bit more beatable than what people kind of led on to believe. Um, I still do think they're one of the best teams in basketball. If the Nuggets go to the finals and win, this isn't like an aha, you're wrong, Austin moment. No, they're, they're one of your contenders. I, I think they could easily win the championship. I've yeah. had them favored all year long. I've said they're the best team in basketball. I just don't think they're unbeatable. Like, they're not 2016 Warriors, fam, 2015 or whatever they won. Like, that time span, you had to play perfect, or one of those fuckers had to get hurt, or something had to, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only way you could beat that team. Right. They're not that type of dominance, you yeah. know what I mean? People were like, "This team's going to be the new dynasty. It's going to go back to back to back to back to back." We'll see. I, 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 don't know, but I guess that'll be, you know, that'll be a telling tale. But yeah, Clippers are
1: fit to beat them. So what we have here now is we have Boston and Clippers in the finals. Immediately for me, this finals would mean I if, would think about a team that's never won it, that's been brother, cursed.
2: If it's if it's Boston versus Clippers in the finals, Clippers are winning the fucking championship. Yeah, Kawhi Leonard is going to get that shit done. Promise you. In a finals, he's getting it done. It's so man. unfair for me to say this, but you know I'm right too. He's gonna. There's no way he loses. In the I just finals, want him to bro. be healthy
1: for all those series, like you know, like that he was in 2019 for the Raptors. Well, he's been
2: healthy all season long. It yeah. Looks like he's in great shape. So there's right. no signs that he's not gonna be. You know, yeah. Uh, playoffs too. There's no back to backs. There's always a day or two or two days in between. You know what I mean. Uh, the best thing about him is, is heavily is it on his shoulders. He's got help. He's got hell help, bro. Yeah. He's got James gonna give you 20. Paul might give you twenty thirty. Powell will give you fifteen six. Russ will give you eight nine ten. Like, but they got he's got plenty of scoring over there. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, he'll be all right. They don't need him to go for forty every game to compete. This isn't last year. That team's had to go in the playoffs. Look out.
1: It's the team with the most. It's the franchise with the most championships versus the team that's never won one. The Clippers that people think are cursed. So it'll be a really good matchup in the finals. You got that would, that would Tatum be that would... and Brown versus Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Those are obviously great. You know, perimeter James players. Yeah. James Drew aspect, you
2: got Derek White Powell. You know you got you got all the matchups right there, right? But then you still got Porzingis coming in the mix. Goddamn, Boston's good.
1: Yeah, Boston is really good.
2: Boston's really good. Oof, they could be. I mean, we so can what go anyway. it, I just I just trust Quiet. I just I've seen the, bro, that bro. I've seen that guy. He'll turn that superstar button on and go to a level that it, even PGs. That's why PG even has said in the past multiple times, he's our best player. He's our go to guy. There is a level that he goes, and you saw it with the Raptors run. And you saw it even with spur, uh, certain times with the uh, Spurs, and even last year he got hurt. But those first two games versus the the Suns, versus KD, he goes there. Going to get 32, he's going after you, bro. He's yeah. Stealing, ripping you, and shit. Like, bro, Kawhi turns that shit on on both ends, and he's like a monster, man.
1: Yeah, and in the last couple months, we've seen Kawhi maybe at the peak of his power. Yeah, he's like starting to play like the most like, efficiently. Yeah, he's starting to play ever like seen prime any stretch.
2: Prime Kawhi basketball, bro. Like, right. he's cooking right now. Like, dude, man, what? You get a healthy him playing on both sides of the ball. Yeah, like, really all or nothing. Seven games in the NBA finals. Kawhi's trying to do everything he can to win. Right. Paul's trying to get his first. James is trying to do everything to get that monkey off his back.
1: Yeah, you know what? I have something to say about that, too. That so team is going to try to go We always win. talk about if Trey Young goes to another team, he'd have to play differently, right? And the way he plays is just so unique on the Hawks that if he went to another team, he wouldn't just be having the ball. That usage rate would be a little different, right? Isn't it pretty incredible that James Harden, who's for way longer than Trey Young, has been playing a certain way where the ball has run through him, and now he's on a team where he's really bought in because he knows there's only one thing left in his career Yeah, just to win that title?
2: You know, great point. Uh got to give your, your kudos to him. Um, media doesn't want to talk about it. So we'll, we, we'll, do our job. Uh, that's a great point, Pasha. He, he really has fit in that system for a guy who, uh, has a history of being the most extreme ball dominant player probably ever, you know, the time period I played with him, James dribbled the ball more than anybody I've ever played with a guy who people said, you know, losing basketball, this, this, and that doesn't pass every, you know, only passes when he's going to get an assist. Ball control, ball control. They, they, they talk about this with Luca a little bit and Tr- Trey, you know. Yeah. This guy goes to a team where he's not the first option nor the second option. After a whole summer where everybody said he was mad that he played, remember they quoted him for saying oh, he was mad that he was the second option of Joel Embiid. And we never heard James say that. This is just what came out. Right. But then now he's accepting being the third role seamlessly. He's balling. He's off the ball. He doesn't hold it. He's reading the floor. He's getting off it. He's being a point guard. He's letting guys cook. He's scoring when he needs to. He's still being aggressive. And he's unlocked this different kind of Kawhi Leonard who's smiling and happy yeah, no, no, and yeah. just like passionate. He, he's, <laughs> he's got all these guys like they're gelling right now. They're all happy. Yeah. Um, he hasn't been as bad on defense and, and stretches. Um, you know, you got to give him credit. You know, James has really gone to LA and proved everybody wrong, you know. So uh respect to James for doing that. They've, uh, they're have they a dangerous team. They could contend. Them and the Nuggets are the two best teams in the West. I said that. Right outside of them, I do think the Suns are tapping into that form. It's too early to tell with the Warriors. I'm excited that they're balling right now because they're hooping. Um, and uh, we'll see with the Lakers. Just, they've been so up and down. We'll see.
1: So before that exercise, if I would to ask you who your favorite was to win the title, I think you would have said the Celtics and after you know we kind of ran through and actually did a bracket you ended up being the clippers are you surprised Yeah, at all?
2: I, I mean sometimes you overthink things and you start taking it too much in a matchup matchup instead of sometimes i can't tell which team's going to get hot and cold of course so like if i'm right now i'm breaking down roster roster matchup matchup who i think has played better history during the season like i'm looking at it from a math equation that's why brackets are so fun cuz anybody can do it yeah. you can like break it down I don't know if N- Nuggets are going to tap into full form. I don't know who's going to be healthy. I don't know who's going to be hot, who's going to be struggling. I don't know if the Knicks are going to get playoff Julius Randle or if they're going to get the Julius Randle they've had this year. Is he going to play well in the playoffs? Are you is Jalen Brown going to not turn the ball over more? Is he going to score better? Gonna be, is Trey Young going to make good decisions? What Luke are we getting? Are we getting last year's Luke at the second half of the season or are we getting the Luke at like three years ago when they went to the conference final? I don't, you, that team got hot. You know what I mean? Trey Young and that Hawks team went to the conference finals. No one would have said they got hot. Like, I don't, there's so many variables that I can't. I can't say. So if we're breaking it down player by player, the Clippers team is loaded with like with veteran playoff experience players, and their best player is a guy who has at least gone and done it before multiple times, and he's healthy playing the best basketball I've ever seen. The last time I've seen Kawhi play this damn good was Toronto, and he won that year, right? With a cast that was no near the cast that he has right now. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. So they're going to that new arena too. I mean, it, there's a lot of there's a lot baked into that story. Right,
2: there. you want it for bomber so bad because he's just over there, just going crazy. Can you imagine him winning? The pure joy and his like the the celebrations this guy does when you hit a three.
1: Yeah, I don't know if his heart can handle it.
2: I don't know. If he, he might pop. <laughs> yeah. he, his whole body might just pop
1: into mist. Like he gets, he'll like be like
2: a one of those birds that just like just.
1: Yeah, and what it would do? I mean. All the criticism James Harden's had and stuff like that. Washed if he wins the title, it would, he's, it would just he's the maestro be... out there kind of doing it. What could you tell the guy? What could you say to him?
2: At that point, it'd be over. His parties would be even nuttier. Yeah. I'd be there.
1: By the those shoes are coming out. I know you still have an Adidas plug. I love those shoes. Guys, we get, why don't we get a pair each? His last couple
2: of shoes have all actually been pretty fire. His yeah. last shoe was like shoe of the year. Yeah. For Adidas. The little pello looking ones. Like yeah. Of everyone loved those. Everyone yeah. was hooping in them. Some people just looked funny in them. they had to fit your foot style. But they're light and they're comfortable.
1: Yeah. The ones he's coming out with now, they'll look pretty cool. All right. So this is our last pod before the All-Star game. We talked about the All-Star game a little bit in the beginning of the pod. Jamal Murray, who I've said on this pod, is the best player to never make an all-star game. He recently said, I'm an all-star when you need the all-star to show up, and that's in the playoffs. That's a former teammate of yours. Do you think, A, he is the best player to never make an all-star game? And B, do you think it actually does bother him that he's not in there? Because I feel like it does of mean course, something some of guys. Course, We've seen Rudy of course, go get, Bear get upset when he didn't make it of in course. certain guys. It definitely means something to somebody. And you want. It to mean something to these guys, right? Listen, of course, man. Every
2: player is out there to win the games, but let's not forget what got them there the guys wanting to be the most successful version of themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Having an all star is an honor, it's a badge. There's nobody that puts up numbers like Jamal level and then not want to be an all star or, or a person that doesn't think about it. Um, you know, even Jimmy Butler can say uh, whatever he wants. Everybody likes to make an all star game. Yeah. Everyone does. It's a good looking thing. Yeah. to be an all-star. Um, So, you know, cut it out with that. You know, with that being said, you know, his comments, it's tough, man. It's just like, bro, you're in the West. And it's like, who gets out, Jamal? You
1: I know? mean, even Brandon Ingram in the West, he said, these coaches didn't vote me in, but they'll throw double teams at me all the time. And they didn't vote me in for the all-star game. You know what I mean? So people obviously get annoyed by the snub. Well, yeah, guys want
2: to make it, man. Yeah. It's fucking competitive. These dudes go out there and score 20 every single night fucking carrying their teams hitting big winning shots they want to make the all-star game you know what i mean that's just what it is it's like going to nike camp and not wanting to be on the mvp team with all-star game at the end of the camp you fucking want to go hoop right right or guys who you know are ranked one and they go against the guy who's ranked number two it's it's you want to win the game but you try to outperform that motherfucker too right it's like any
1: any career too you want that recognition any career
2: bro at any job at, at any law firm or business or or money man i don't give a fuck what you do you are trying to outdo your co-workers man Even people in your own team, it's all competitive, especially your biggest competitor in Formula One is your teammate. You're always competing to win and to do well for who? Yourself. That doesn't mean you're selfish and you sacrifice it for the good of the team. That's different. That's called a selfish player. But guys, make no doubt about it. Want to play well, man. Please. What are we doing here? Yeah. All right. This is why we're all here in the NBA. Every NBA player is selfish and has a big ego. I'm not saying in a bad way, but you have to have that shit to be a healthy amount, a healthy amount of it, man. You got to be you got to be cocky enough to know that you're fucking great, but humble enough. You know, you can get a lot better. You have that that dangerous mixture. Right. Mm -hmm. So it is what it is. These guys want to make the fucking all-star game. Listen, the problem is not everybody can make it. They talked about expanding the roster. They should probably a couple just like they do for they should be matching what the roster is in the NBA. Yeah. Um, we, we wouldn't even be having these issues because there's always like two, three stubs, uh, snubs on each side. If you had two, three roster spot, spots on each side, this thing would be solved. With that being said, because it's not there, I mean, listen, it is what it is, bro. Who, who Who's not going to get in there? You're going to take uh, Shay Alexander out? No. You're going to take Luka Doncic out? You just can't. You're going to take Steph Curry out?
1: Absolutely not. Okay, so
2: it's already slim pickings after that. We got three already off the board. <laughs> yeah. but then we So then it's like shooting guards, which like he could be like a guard. He's a point guard, but he's like a guard. I, don't mean, I mean, Buk- no, there's other
1: guys that have too D- De'Aaron moves. Fox. De'Aaron Fox is wondering why he's not in. Yeah. Well, he it's... did get in.
2: He got in someone got hurt. Yeah, you're right. So they, they put De'Aaron in. But that's yeah. my point. It was him or Jamal and they went De'Aaron. You know what I mean? De'Aaron's numbers are a lot better than, than not a lot, but they're better than Jamal's.
1: But man, Jamal Murray is the second best player on a championship team. That's his point. And listen, he's valid in that.
2: That's why he's frustrated. That's yeah. why Brandon Ingram's like, yo, I don't get voted in, but every night I get the team, every time, every, every night when I play, I get the team and I have the ball I'm getting double teams, and y'all are like, "Help, help!" Yeah, but I can't get an all star game. It is what it is. It's just tough, man. It, it really is. But uh,
1: and I'm sure he's like, make it make sense because in a in a era where there's you know big threes and big twos and all this stuff, you won the title, so you're saying Jokic just did it by himself? You know what I mean? Obviously, he's like, well, yeah, right. he's, he's like, being... I've seen this in the past.
2: Y'all do this, yeah. Otherwise, how is Draymond ever an all star? Yeah, because Draymond Green has never been an all star based off of his numbers, not even in the realm. He cannot score. Yeah, his offense is, is. In fact, I'm not b- being disrespectful. It's actually it's nasty. Like he does not have an offensive game to the point where he's open every time Draymond gets the ball, no one's guarding him. He's like he's like open to shoot right. if he wants it.
1: Right. You value his impact on winning,
2: but he va- you value Draymond's impact because he helps that team fucking win, and that team is better with him a hundred days of the week. And everybody knows he does all the little things, the defense, the rebounding, the little steal. A lot of the stuff doesn't show up in the stat sheet because that's not his game per se. He's great in all these other areas. But they rewarded him with All Star Game because his team was winning. Right, Jamal won the championship last year. This team, his team, still one of the best teams in the league. He's the second best player for the team. He's like, how the hell do I not ever get it? Yeah. So what is it about? Y'all pick and choose who who it is. He's not a guy who's historically on his Instagram doing all that type of stuff, you know, live this, this, and that, TikTok. Tweet. A lot of these guys are all over the place doing stuff, man. I yeah. to say that's why De'Aaron got in. I'm just saying, Draymond has the pod. He's this. He's very vocal. You know, he's just it's more of a character. We talk about Pat Beverly more than you talk about Jamal Murray. Just right. due to his character alone. You know what I mean? So Jamal's just kind of this guy who kind of floats on the radar. It does suck. He could easily be an all-star. And he's an all-star level caliber uh, caliber player. And if they go back to the finals and win and he hoops again, I mean, that would just be even more of a slap in the face. Just like to everyone. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, like,
1: so this team won back-to-back championships and they have one all-star? Yeah. Yeah, and in, in, in the past we had a team like, you know, the 0-4 Pistons that won. Everyone makes a big deal about them being... You know this like underdog team. At one point, they had four all stars make the All Star game at once. You know what I mean? So they get four. Atlanta Hawks. They got they got four. When they had the best record. Remember that? Yeah. But Jamal Murray's probably like we're the best team in the NBA, and I can't I can't get in as the second guy. Yeah. So I totally understand. And he closes games for him. The West is just tough. Well, we just went through a playoff bracket for the West. The, the, the Lebron didn't make the playoffs. Steph Curry didn't make the playoffs. Like the West is just tough. When we talk about the East, and we try to give the East a lot of credit. And the East has you know they've gotten better, especially at the top, but. The West is just different. And it's been like that for a really long time. Yeah. yeah. So before I let you go, I just want to get your all star MVP prediction.
0: Mm.
2: All star MVP, I'm going to go with. I don't know, man. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Honestly. I can't tell who's gonna play hard and who's not. Yeah, you really can't. It's tough to guess. <laughs> Who do you know? It's, it's not like the. Ni- do you remember the '90s All Star Games? Like the, they would like kind of bullshit the first quarter, two quarters, still be respectable. Yeah, but there was like it was like a live scrimmage. They're d n up a little bit, but like guys would go back door, maybe catch it alive instead of like going for it, maybe undertaking. it. They kind of let the guy catch it, right. but it was still competitive. And then the third, fourth quarter came around. And, like, those guys started hooping a little bit. They started, like, scrolling up the shorts. We saw it a couple years ago. The Elam ending, they played really serious at the end of that game. When that that one year, they got into it. And it got, like, real competitive there. And guys started talking. And, like, you even saw some stars getting nervous with the ball a little bit. It started I'll never worse.
1: forget James Harden. We give, him, we give him a lot of praise on this pod, uh, especially this episode. That game, he got the ball near the end of the game, and he got a little nervous and kicked it back out to LeBron. <laughs> he didn't know what to do with it. He's not used to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People are playing wanted, pretty serious. I wanted serious. to call him
2: and be like, now you know how it feels. <laughs> yeah. He's so used to being the guy like, yo, give me – you're like, oh. oh, yeah. yo. Listen, people think we're scared. We're not scared. It's more so the fact of, like, if you catch the ball with a minute left to go in the game, a big playoff game, whatever, or let's say not even let's say it's 20 seconds left in the game, bro. Yeah. Your job is not to turn and look to go score. Yeah, It just, because it's just, now if you got a mismatch, trust your instinct. You know what I mean? If I got a big on me, I might go for it. No bullshit, I would. You know me, I'll fucking, whatever. But more times than not, you're turning and you're looking and you're panicking for the guy. (laughs) You're just like, where are you? Because I know you're supposed to have the ball right now. Right. What you want to do is get it. If If he throws it to you, that's when you, you know what I mean? If he drives and kicks, my time. Yeah, that, there ain't nothing better, bro. There's nothing better than like the guy going for the last shot gets attention and throws it to you, and you have a chance, bro. You're like, holy shit, I'm getting one of these. That's 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 what you're supposed to do. You get the ball, man. Le- James get the ball. He goes. He was like, I remember. He was like, yeah, Do yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> right right back on LeBron. was sitting there like, me the ball, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. and it got like that. It was like LeBron, and then Katie's on the other side. Everybody's like, whoa. That was so fun because you start to see like. The dog, like, the of the top dogs, who are the guys who are like? You yeah. could, you could, Kyle s-
1: Lowry's trying to take charges. Kyle Lowry's taking charges. Yet.
2: He's doing the same role as he always does, just out there, just being competitive. He was – but they finished that game with him. Yeah. Just because he did, he knows how to win games. Right. You saw uh, Nick Nurch say something about him today. He's like, he's one of the most competitive guys I've ever coached in my entire life. Yeah. When you get him in that environment, you got Kyle on your team, you got to throw him out there. He'll just make shit happen. Charge, steal, strip being the right p- extra pass. He just plays winning basketball. He does. Yeah. Shout out to Kyle Lowry.
1: One all-star moment that I want to talk about before we go is the East versus the West. When the East seemed, even though it was an all-star game, the East seemed like big underdogs. Remember when Stephon Marbury was playing for the Nets and he had those two big threes with a minute to go? Uh, for me, when I was a kid, I felt like that was one of the bigger all-star moments. We talk about games being close and guys playing hard. Well,
2: let's, let's talk about it. You know, uh, back then, players didn't move teams as much there was a little bit more pride in like the East versus West. It was like a thing. Yeah, I'm not saying guys like really, really, really cared, but it was like something to that. Like, man, the Western Conference is better. No, the Eastern Conference is better. You right. know what I mean? Guys are flip-flopping all over the place now. That that like competitiveness is gone so much. So that they even, they, they went away from the East to West for a while, man. They had like captains and we've done all that to kind of like get away from that. We're back to that now. Yeah. We'll see as the years go on, you know, what it looks like, but I think with players moving around so much, it kind of changes.
1: You know what I'm saying though? No, absolutely. Yeah. So it's funny that you say that, that things change, but then they kind of come back. Last night I watched Cavs Bulls and there was four centers. There were four centers on the court at once. It was Vooch, Drummond, and it was Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. I just watched all these big guys on the court together and I was like, this is like a 90s game. It looked out of in the next game, Draymond started at center, the next game on TV. So it does, you know, trends come yeah. and go, but that that all-star game, I remember the East yeah, on Iverson and stuff on Marbury finishing the game. Those two, they're, they're short guys. Yeah. Um, NBA speaking, obviously, and those guys finishing the game against these, you know, it was like Kevin Garnett and you know, it was like the big, the big Western Conference, Tim Duncan probably Iverson yeah, was yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah, it's just it's it was, that was a really cool All Star moment though.
2: That was man. I like when they wore their own jerseys. Yeah, that's how you truly represent your team. You know, for a guy like Paolo, for the Magic to have an All Star out there, you throw him in a Magic jersey.
1: Yeah. Even though in the '90s they did a really cool job when they had maybe the teal ones, I don't even bring up those jerseys. Everybody loves those. It I San love those. Antonio, right? Um, yeah. And then they also had the uh, Phoenix ones that were purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were really cool too. Little cactus. Even eye. the
2: Jordan year that, like I told you, when he came back when he was forty. Yeah. Like the the white, red, and black. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, the white, red, and blue. Yeah. yeah. Like the stars all over it. it very old those, school. Like those throwback. Yeah, yeah, those were fire, bro. Yeah. He had some baggy shorts on. Remember how baggy those shorts
1: were? <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen those? Just jeans or anything he wears. Jordan's is different. Jordan is different. Yeah, Jordan's
2: different. been Jordan's been on the oversized way forever. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be on it. You
1: guys, now everyone's wearing oversized stuff, and he's looking around like, I, I just, I, "I've had a house on this block for a long time." <laughs> you guys, yeah. Devin Booker wants to come here and wear baggy pants or something. Shea she Alexander and Jordan's been doing that forever. You better check in first. I've been doing it. Y'all be making yeah. fun of it.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate everybody tapping in as always. Uh, we will be back next week, uh, post All Star break, with uh, our reaction to it. As obvious, there's a lot going on this weekend. We got a lot of events, uh, so we'll see what happens. Everybody, be safe. Make sure to tap in. Let's build us out. We need the followers. Please follow us, like, subscribe. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify or as well as Apple. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram at the Off Guard Podcast. Um, and if
1: you have any uh, suggestions for the pod, tweet at Austin. I'm uh, Listen, I say this all the time. And not me because I stuff. can't take the criticism. <laughs>
2: we we, we <laughs> got to start you know, asking some more questions out there, especially on big game nights, so we can start to get a little bit more feedback and then we can bring them up on the pod and really get involved that way. So uh, anyways, everybody have a safe weekend. We will see you all next week. Be easy.